Welcome to the Crack Den Comedy Club! <laughs> On tonight's show, we have clips from Rachel McPeak, Tiny James, Bob Hennigan, Aideen McQueen, and Martin Angolo. And we talk about turning down Britain's Got Talent, Pregnant Lady on a Bus, and Aideen McQueen joins us in studio. Okay, welcome to the Crack Den Comedy Club. We've hey. got a guest. Our first guest in studio. Damo Clark, welcome. Hey, thanks very much. And Aideen McQueen. Oh my God, thank you so much. I can't believe I'm your first guest. Yay. Yeah, we tried a few people. and uh, <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Delighted to have you. You're also uh, one of the, the best friends of the club as well. Thank you very much. One of the regulars. Always rip it. That's good. That's good to know, <laughs> except that one time maybe, but let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're always writing your stuff, but you're back and forth. You live in London technically, isn't it? You're technically, back and forth yeah, for tax reasons, I live in London. But um, And, I, and, I, and uh, free healthcare reasons? Is that free right? healthcare reasons. <laughs> yeah, I was in hospital. I just got a phone call from debt collectors. I was like, what? I forgot to, I was in A&E and I forgot to pay them. And now they've got like the feds on me. Oh, is good this, Lord. Wait, in which A&E? UK? In, in, no, in um, Dublin. Because the A&E is free and then. Yeah. In England, yeah. Oh, so you <laughs> usually people it. have like, I don't know, the government. Well, it sort of is government agents, but they're all like nurses and doctors chasing yeah. you down. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, hiding behind newspapers and peeking over you must with feel, stethoscopes. You must feel horrible as a, a debt collector who's following someone who's just out of A&E, you know, someone who's there in a wheelchair because of an accident. And they're like, just life is recovering. And then this is your job is to track that person down and get money out of them. Yeah, it was awful. And she was Scottish. So I can see why they employed outsourced it to Scotland because she was kind of terrifying. Do you know what I mean? I'm here to collect your debt. You're recently in A&E, like about four months ago. And All right, Paul, have you got a yeah, hundred quid? Okay, thanks, Begbie. Yeah, I'll definitely give it to you. Definitely give it to you. Where's the money? And, <laughs> yeah, so they, and I mean, I, I remember getting a letter. Are you sure this was a debt collector and not just a junkie? Who's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul. Hey. How Some you doing? Glaswegian woman just like, I know what to do. Make up numbers in, in era. And <laughs> ring them. Those fucking idiots. But so it's just, I saw the letter and I was like, oh, I assumed that was like a receipt for, you know, being in the hospital. Thank you for staying with us. And how wonderful. I just didn't open it. So, yeah, I had no excuse. I had nothing to come back with. I was like, yeah, I know. I owe you money. That's fair enough. And I'll, I'll, can I pay with card? And she was like, no, you can't pay with blood. Yeah. <laughs> no, she didn't can't. like to pay with card. It's fine. But yeah, annoying. Because, you know, I just kind of expect those things to be free when you're living in England and they're not. They're not in Ireland. In Ireland no. But that is, that is a sad thing. It's like, yes, I survived. I'm out. I'm free. And then every day, yeah. pay up. <laughs> no. I have a friend who's a J1 in America. And you know, healthcare is insanely expensive there. Like if you, if an ambulance picks you up, it's thousands and thousands and then night in the hospital, whatever. So he uh, went on a bender and doesn't know what happened. Maybe be like he got hit or fell, smacked his head. Anyway, he woke up in hospital. So obviously he realized, right, the first thing, what, he's, he's a resourceful man. He was the first thing he was thought, he woke up, he's like in a hospital gown, looked around, had a few bruises. He was like, uh-oh, this is going to be really expensive. <laughs> and and it, he, there was a drip attached to one of his, you know, to a vein. And he just was like looking around. There was no one coming into him for like a few minutes. And he pulled the, pulled <gasps> oh, the needle geez. out and uh, just walked out in his hospital gown. Just like kind of like around corners, waited for like a clear and just walked straight out and never. His ass flapping in the Couldn't breeze. find his clothes. He was, was just he like. Okay? <laughs> he was fine, but he was like, 
he, he never heard from them. He was just like, I'm not paying for like no. 10 grand. For what, fucking... what happened to him? Like he was clearly in pain or something. He doesn't know. I think he, he probably had a concussion on a bad night. And then they someone called an ambulance. Ambulance picked him up. He was hammered and he just woke up with a... So if it happened like, in Ireland, ass. they would just send him home with the taxi and take him, tell him to have two Red Bulls the next day, prescribe him some Salpidine. But in America, oh my God, he's gone Irish on us. We've got to yeah. get him hospitalized. $6,000. That should hire Scottish people. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear a Scottish accent on the phone, you're like, oh no, I owe, I owe health, I owe a healthcare company something. Yeah. But <laughs> it is, it's such a hard job. And I tried to be nice to her, but I, you know, I couldn't really be nice. That's hard. Just ringing people who owe money because they're in hospital. Like, that's like shoplifting from Oxfam or something, isn't it? Yeah. It's just <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I felt bad for her, but then I was like, mm, you know, the economy isn't that bad, babe. You can. Up your ideas. I haggled a bag from Oxfam. I haggled. Did you? Yeah. I was. I had five euro on me. There was a seven euro Jansport big rucksack. I was like, this, what? That is an amazing deal. You know those traveling rucksacks? They're yeah, like a hundred quid. Yeah. It looked in good condition. And I had five euro. And I was just like, look, I've got five euro. I'm about to go traveling. And I just do really find it really hard. She was like, yeah, just take the fucking bag. Go on. <laughs> you even but, played it down. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, like you handed it in in the first place yeah, yeah, that you found on the ground. And you're like, oh, I actually need that now. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And then uh, speaking of the old Scottish people, you have, uh, you were approached by Britain's Got Talent. I was indeed. To, so you were scouted. We'll talk. Uh, I want to hear more about that because uh, we'll play, we can play a clip from the club first because you were in with us this week. <gasps> So true. And what happened? This is the clip where you were talking to a couple of people in the crowd about um, photos yeah. now and then. Well, it wasn't just about photos now and then. It's actually the whole theme of my hugely intuitive comedy was the difference between being a slut in the 90s and a slut now. <laughs> now it's all like slut power and like, you know, a sexual openness and body positivity. But it wasn't like that in the 90s. Mm. And, you know, we couldn't do all the stuff that you wanted to. You didn't have Instagram. Like you could just be total slut on Instagram as long as you pair it with an inspirational quote. You know, we didn't have sex education and we didn't have sexy selfies we couldn't take nudes so this is how difficult it was that lengths you had to go to take a nude in 1998 what's your name naomi Naomi. look at you you you're a gorgeous girl but why are you dressed like um, a little boy from the 80s right i'm sorry but if i had your figure if i had your figure i'd be wearing a bikini on a night out right that is look you you should you need to slut it up more naomi that's all i'm that's just a note right okay Thank you so much. She said, you see, it's, it was a weird, I kind of negged her there. I insulted her and I complimented her like I learned the fucking game, right? That's how much of a super slut I am. Anyway, sorry, I want Naomi to actually die. I want to be able to say a girl died in my gig from laughing too much. And look at her, there's pee coming down her leg. You see, she's going to cry now. Because, okay, right. Okay, anyway, so right, Naomi, do you know how difficult it was for me to send a nude in 1998? That was hard. I, tough shit. Oh, you, you girls just bang them out now, 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 now. You probably have good ones that you keep a spare, right? You know when you have diarrhea and you take one because the stomach is flat and you keep that for a few lads, right? I mean, a nude in 1998, I used to have to go and get a camera, right? No idea what this camera, the photos looked like. You'd be just like, right? In your Primark push-up bra. Um, I mean, you could have red eyes and red nipples when it was developed. And then... <laughs> You had to take this fucking thing, this big blocky 90s box, and go to 
A pharmacy, right? Imagine having to take a dick pic and go to a pharmacy. I don't know why I'm staring at you when I'm saying dick pic. But you seem like a lad. What's your name? Calvin. Calvin, you seem like a lad. Like, I can see you doing laddish things like eat the sausage roll and having a wank at the same time. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, 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 he can do it, he can do it. <laughs> You've got skills, Calvin. <laughs> delicate move that he used. I mean, he wasn't like, Arr! he was just like, da, 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 da. It was like playing the harp. It was beautiful, Calvin. Right? Right? I mean, you'd get this blocky camera thing with your hopefully sexy photo in it, and then you'd have to bring it to a pharmacy, and then you would look at the counter and hope to fuck Mary O'Shaughnessy wasn't working there that day, because she used to be a Eucharistic minister with your mother, and she would fucking tell on you. Hey. <laughs> Aideen McQueen, that was great. And, and, and Calvin did, uh, he did demonstrate in the air his, uh, his technique. Oh, my. <laughs> he was, he, he, it was as if he was waiting to be asked that question all his life. <laughs> like, didn't phase him, didn't knock a shake out of him. He's like, yeah, I can do that. And then he did a very artistic movement. <laughs> like, you know, like at the blind Harper O'Carolyn. Like, it's fantastic. It was, I, I hope I can marry that man. A boy, whatever he was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, top night, top night. Great, great. So uh, you got asked to go on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, so as you heard from that clip, I'm clearly very family friendly. <laughs> um, I'd be ideal for it. There'd be nothing wrong now with me going in front of Simon and Amanda and whatever other weird celebrity they have on it and just saying all of that. Kids love it. Do you know, I get asked to do parties all the time for six-year-olds. Yeah, so I don't know how they found just me. Just point to an actual child going, yeah. why are you dressed like a little boy? Yeah, because <laughs> I am a little boy. Slut it yeah. up, little oh, girl. Shit. What? Who let all these kids in? If, if Come I'm on, a... Britain. There's no kids in Britain. Why yeah. are all these kids overdressed? Come on. <laughs> you, I mean, look at your body. You're at least a size five to six years. You should be wearing something way more tight than that. Come Put on, on a bikini, kid. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? I know, but I do. It does bother me when I see girls. They're dressed like something out of The Handmaid's Tale because they think it looks indie. And I'm like, you won't have that body for another 10 years. Just slut it up now. Yeah, save that for when you're 98 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Because a lot, because as soon as they start getting older, then it's like they actually do look like grandmothers. And it's like, no. So, yeah, Britain's Got Talent. Somebody approached me. And, in a club. In a, cl- in in a, in in a, a club. club. Somebody no approached way. me in a club. No. Do you come here often? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the gig. No. They approached me on Instagram, which is where they live now, these guys. Instagram oh, really? and TikToks. And they have all their spidery veins out. And, oh, I really find your posts really funny. Um, we were wondering if you could do an interview with us about going on Britain's Got Talent. So I said to them, have a look at my stuff that's online. I feel we mightn't be quite the match that yeah. you think. This is are. my clean stuff, the stuff that makes it online. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is as clean as it gets. Yeah. You want to hear some of my WhatsApps to my ex-boyfriend, like voice notes. <laughs> Send them some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about these clips? <laughs> yeah, like Twink when she gave out to her husband. Zip up your Mickey Love and all that. Yeah. <laughs> so I just sent them off. I was polite. That's that, that is the most obscure reference I, we've ever had. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You remember way, it, do you, Damon? Yeah, just a side note. So Twink is I, I arrived like too late. I missed the Twink days where she was like on TV all the time, yeah. Panto sort of. How would you describe Twink? No, I, I barely remember. I celebrity. saw her once. You were really not enjoying was, this Twink thing. Yeah, no, she, I was yeah, young. Yeah, I just yeah. don't You were know. very young. She was she was a person, a TV personality when you didn't have to actually have talent. You just had to be blonde and and just shout a lot. And ah, yeah, but it. she had talent. Like she, she was did. She quick, was funny. Witty, yeah, she real was funny yeah. and. Yeah, she did ads and stuff like that. So she, she was an actor. She was. 
<laughs> what is, what is, let's she, Google. What yeah, is Twink? What is Twink? Now she makes cakes professionally. Maybe we'll move away from Twink. If anybody wants to text in and explain Twink, give a definition, please do if, it on the socials. I suppose, uh, guessing that's her stage name, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Mm. She wasn't a young gay man that was enjoyed by bears. Yeah, yeah it was before it's not like that. Twink Murphy or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Adele King. Adele King is an Irish entertainer, better known as Twink. She was a mother... And, of singer, so she's oh, that's a mother of singer. Oh no way! So one of her daughters, Chloe, is very famous. Yeah, is in uh, Celtic, Celtic women. Celtic women. Yeah, which is they're actually really good, even though they they basically dance with their breasts and sing from the tits. You know those. So Twink. Is... <laughs> yeah. So Twink's an entertainer, and she's made an entertainer. So there yeah, you go. she has entertainer yeah. factory. So that's Twink. Mm-hmm. Um, so where a, were we? Yeah. She was one of the first people to get divorced in Ireland when it was like a big deal, and she and there all these voicemails came out of her telling her. Her husband, who is the oboe player in the RT orchestra, like, zip up your Mickey. You're nothing but a sheep and a whore and a wah, wah, wah. It was so fun. It was just hilarious. Flashing your oboe all yeah, over town. Yeah, yeah. Who can stick in your oboe into everybody's orchestra? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so those were leaked and it was the making of a really the she got a second tapes. wind. The cassette yeah. tapes yeah. were leaked. <laughs> yeah. And everybody was really shocked. I was like, I wasn't shocked. I thought she really needed to do more like you know she definitely leaked yeah. those herself she, definitely yeah. she was listening back to those and she's like these are fucking great yeah, yeah. deadly boys yeah. <laughs> and she was famous for doing toilet roll ads so if anyone wants to google the jumbos toilet roll ads they were sensationally popular in the 80s and 90s um where she would pretend she she and her friend were servants in this your large ship's house and they were putting in the jumbos everywhere and I don't really know what happened, but it was huge. She was so big that she did the Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, Ordesh, and um, she pretended to be a cleaning lady and came on, but people, it was too shocking. People were, they couldn't handle it. Speaking wow. of toilet roll, Bob <laughs> Hennigan was on, <laughs> and he references, I think, is a siege as a joke about toilet roll, if I remember correctly from the ah, weekend. Wow. Yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, listen to Bob Hennigan. No, my sum achievement of my life in Galway is I have a degree in film. That was better than my parents' reaction. For for a moment, it was my parents' reaction. <laughs> Any film students here? No, they, they never raise their hands anyway. It's always someone else goes, he is. <laughs> he made the same mistakes that you made. Um, if you are thinking of doing a film degree, this is, this is, it, this is what happened to a film degree. <laughs> Voted most likely to succeed, and apparently this is it. Um, I do have ideas for uh, movies I'd like to make. Uh, I have an idea for a movie uh, where an alien hunter comes to the planet Earth to track down and kill all the paedophiles. That's, that, no, that's going to be called Child Predator. <laughs> predator. <laughs> Child Predator. Predator. <laughs> Some of you are not laughing there because you're like, I want to see that film be made. I like, Fuck that. I had a very strange heckle one night where a, a lad put up his hand and went, clearly stoned, went, you could just call that child predator squared. <laughs> and I was like, no, mate, that's, that's, that's going to read as child predator too. <laughs> the worst sequel ever made. Like, you know, not, not a fucking chance. Um, for, for those of you uh, visiting Ireland, I think we're mostly Irish, except for the uh, people up there, the Essex and Newcastle people who are doing a spin-off of The Only Way is Essex and Geordie Shore, which I'm <laughs> looking forward to next year. It's a hierarchy, you know, you can have movies, TV shows, adverts can get you into the, the industry. And I think we could all agree we could do with some better adverts 
on Irish TV. Because if the adverts on Irish TV at the moment are to be believed, we apparently live in a world where toilet paper is so absorbent <laughs> that if you wipe for a little bit too long, you're going to end up chronically dehydrated. <laughs> All of the moisture sucked out of your body into the thirst pockets end up in the emergency room down in the local hospital where the nurse shouting, quick, a dash of drip. He's been using the Charmin Ultra again. <laughs> Bob Hennigan. Excellent stuff, Bob. And that was a good link too. Well done, Eddie there. Yeah, I'm glad I remember it. Paper. Oh, yeah. Bob Hennigan there. Um, like, at first I was like, well, yeah, I'm sure he does wipe his ass with toilet paper. And it's like, oh no, yeah, he's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of toilet paper, this next act, he definitely probably uses it. It was actually connected. Uh, so I back went, to Britain's Got Talent. Oh yeah, Britain's Got Talent. So you were, you were approached so on Insta. Approached on Insta. So they, I started to take the phone call. Was it their official page? Or was it just someone going, hey, I no, work no, for... No, no, some guy called Dan, you know, one of these real, what? like, it's kind of gender neutral, kind of 25-year-old in a T-shirt, you know, like the kind of floats around and does yoga all the time in his mind. Hi, yeah. I love your stuff. It's so amazing. I'm like, really? But then he did actually, he had actually watched stuff and he's like, this bit could work, this skip this bit. Because I was like, okay, you've done a bit of homework in my tight two minutes of material that is family acceptable, mm. which is me introducing myself and me saying goodbye. Um Good f fucking night. Um, no, go I mean you good get, night. You get through your whole Hell set. Fucking oh. You get through your whole set clean, and then you just can't hold it in. All right, uh, thank you. Yeah. Suck a dick, Britain. Thank yeah. you. So, so, Eight hundred years of oppression, and then you just like you're, yeah. you're flipping the bird right yeah. to the camera, right over the camera. Uh, I also forgot that I'm not British, of course. I'm Irish. Mm. I should be on Ireland's Got Talent. Yeah, but no one watches that. Nobody. Watches that. <laughs> Is that still getting produced? They probably do. I don't yeah, think yeah. so. No, no, I don't think it's been produced for a few years. All right. Ever it's since tough. Swink was on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would be the ideal presenter for, for Britain's yeah. Got Talent. Yeah, she'd be a great judge. Yeah. yeah. Louis Walsh is on Britain's Got Talent a lot, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Alongside our mate, Jason Byrne. Oh, Jason. Well, that was Ireland's Got Talent. Jason oh, yeah, yeah. Jo yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ireland's Got Talent. He was great. No, but then yeah. Louis did it. Ireland's oh, Got Talent did, as well. He did, yeah. 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 So, they, 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 so he's teased it out. He's teased it out. So then they asked me for, and I still haven't sent it to them. I need to send them five minutes of clean material so they can vet it. And how long ago was that? last week all right and um they also want me to go and do the audition on saturday but i don't think i will nah stuff it. it's not it's not the classy choice to do it's not like um who who's going to think of like um you know dylan moran would have done this or david o'doherty or mm. all my heroes like bertie hearn definitely would have done it. <laughs> Politician. He's not, a, he's, not a, he's not a comedian, but that's the type of person, that's the level you're at. It's a second-hand car salesman way of getting famous. Yeah, and now we have Bertie Hearn on Britain's Got Talent yeah, demonstrating yeah, 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 yeah. how to make the slickest bribe ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> how to pass a brand yeah. envelope with it. You know, it'd be like a magician yeah, trick. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, now you yeah, see yeah, it, yeah, now yeah, you yeah, don't. Yeah, imagine. And now check your pocket, uh, judge number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's in my pocket. It's a brown envelope. Yeah. I'm inspired by a witch. Women, women who have a tampon in their in their sleeve, they're amazing at doing it. So use that tampon in your sleeve energy, woman to woman. Yeah. yeah. No strings attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you do that when you're when you're passing a tampon to another woman in an office. Like you just do this weird. You guys don't know. 2022, and you yeah. still can't show tampons in the office. Yeah, it should be like there you go. It should be yeah, thrown across yeah. the office. Yeah, it should yeah. be a bag thrown across the hall. Yeah. But it's, it's like a sleeve action, but I always... You don't it want to be used tampons thrown across <laughs> yeah. the office. Yeah. Yeah. If guys had periods, 
is that what you guys Darn do? right. But you know those those uh, waste paper baskets? You know the bins in the corner of a room with the, the mm. basketball ring above it? Yeah. yeah. That'd be that for lads. Yeah. Use tampons if we need yeah. periods for yeah. sure. Like, oh, it's in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you should so so proud to pass a tampon these days. Like, you know those Nerf... Those Nerf torpedoes that whistle when you throw yeah. them. Should be yeah. like that. Tampon yeah. in. You could do it. Yeah, they could there. redesign the tampons with little little wings on the end. Yeah, Nerf <laughs> Specifically for it, yeah. <laughs> and Send it to them. all your mates. Yeah, I've just got one. <laughs> so um, that's it. But yeah, Bertie, yeah, he could also cover himself in stick-proof um, material like Teflon and then people throw stuff on nothing sticks, nothing sticks. Yeah, that's yeah, his other yeah. talent. Covering goose fat. Yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> it all falls off. Um, so yeah I think guys having spoken to you I'm not going to do it also, you said something about oh your... and they kept trying to get a sad story from me they're they like, love oh, sad story that's, that's how you get in yeah. that's they're how like, you get and in and we know we don't want to um, you know I, this, I feel awful for asking this you don't you feel awful for asking this but do you have any kind of like hard things in your life do you have any trauma yeah they then really, they hold the microphone yeah. right up to your mouth and I was like <laughs> no I, I don't um, Are you like, oh, that's fine. It should, it should, that's fine. It should be called Britain's Got Trauma. Yeah. It, <laughs> the talent is completely secondary. Like they yeah, always open with yeah. the trauma. Yeah, it's a like, five-minute story, like inserted clip. Yeah, he was hit them. by a bus and then survived cancer, and now he's going to drink a glass of water on stage. <laughs> and it was like, Whoa! It didn't come out of his bus wounds. Whoa. So they wanted me, and I mean, I, could, I suppose I could tell them about my alcoholism, and then by the time I get back on Britain, just I could have it be back in the booth, really obviously, like with a little, you know, on when stage. When you make it to yeah. boot camp, blah, 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 blah. you're just getting hammered in <laughs> yeah. the jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah, even <laughs> pretending, I'm just like, yeah. But like, they would love that because they'd be like, they yeah, would, we knew yeah. about it about the Irish. They're all bloody alcoholics, like they. Yeah, mm. so I think it's not the classy choice. I'm not going to do it on Republican grounds, of course. My grandfather didn't yeah. die for Ireland just so I could go and Britain's Got Talent yeah the IRA would start back fucking <laughs> Britain's Got Talent she's Irish what's going on we didn't fight for this yeah the you know the eh, the X's above the things they were just yeah. like they'd blow them up yeah. <laughs> yeah I yeah I'd have to renounce my membership of Sinn Féin yeah but the other thing is uh, as, as I was mentioning before you have no control over how they edit it you know, because yeah, they can cut this. You can they can cut you to shit. Yeah, they've, I've had comedian mates that like they they you watch it and you're like, ooh, they that didn't do well at mm. all. And then um, I was talking to them afterwards. They're like, oh, it, like I mean, it wasn't amazing. Like I didn't get a standing ovation, but I got laughs. Like it wasn't horrible. But they make it look. They yeah. depending on the story yeah. arc they want of yeah. the character or the whole show. They're like, we need yeah. we need a few people to not do well. You, you, Don't you, make you, it. You, you have want, no control. You want to come in with a, the most extreme trauma possible. So then they will edit you to look better. Yes. If you come yeah. in with no trauma and, and any element of smugness, they're like, we're going to edit the fuck out of you. You're yeah. done. Yeah. But if you come in with I'd have to come the... out like this, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got no vagina. It's some, I don't yeah. know what could be my trauma. To instantly, like, just go, what's the trauma? Just go on, my grandma that I love so much just dropped me off at the door three minutes ago. Yeah. And then her car, she pulled away, waving, got cleared out by a bus yeah. that yeah. minute. <laughs> yeah. You're in. They don't even have to. Do you want to know what kind of talent? No, it doesn't matter. You're come, on, come on with a, a video call of your grandmother yeah. on stage. You're like, my sorry, I'm just calling. Oh, my God, no. A bus crashes into it. And then you go, I better do my set now. The most unrealistic bit about that whole story is that wow, I. Oh, she's getting killed. Beep, the ambulance is there. Everyone's just watching. Yeah. Everybody, no! Everyone's standing up, clapping. <laughs> Woo! 
Then a bunch of white supremacists start beating her up, and you're like, yeah. no. <laughs> Everyone's like, get her through. And then they push the, all of them fight to push the gold buzzer. Yeah. All confetti is coming over you while you're on stage crying over your grandma's dying there. And then every person in the audience is wiping their face with tissue. Yeah. Get her through, final round, like, straight yeah. through. That is the funniest comedian I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to go to any or are you going to go straight to the next round? <laughs> but the most unrealistic thing about and that. And then you make it to the final and then you go, right, granddad, I'm going to ring you at 8.05pm. Uh, Make sure you're like standing on the edge of a cliff or yeah. something. Yeah. Like if you were... <laughs> yeah, kind of like in Father Ted when he keeps ringing that guy who keeps being in awkward situations oh, before yeah. the phone falls before off the cliff. Things, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, but I mean, it's not realistic to think that I would still have living grandparents, although I sometimes pretend I do in front of younger men so they think I'm young. Like, oh, she has a grandmother who's alive. She's definitely not. Like my granddad was born in 1898. Wow. What? Yeah. For real. For real. He's not alive still, is he? Oh, yeah, he is. Wait, I'll bring him. (laughs) (laughs) He's alive right now. (laughs) I I don't have a 124-year-old granddad. No, he died in the 60s. Wow, 1898 and he's kicking. That's great. Uh, (laughs) That is good, man. He's just about. No, he's not. He's a brain in a jar. Yeah, he's on a trolley. I never met him. Like my, my, my dad, he died when my dad was 20 or something like that. He's just really old farmer who married late in life. And then mm-hmm. my dad was, he had my dad old and then my dad had me when he was, I thought it was so old. I thought my dad was so old when I was young, but he was 30, 36 or seven when he had me. That's amazing. So within, That's normal, within yeah. your, your family of three generations is, spans 120 years. Yeah. Like, whereas, like, he you knew know, people you, who were yeah, in the famine. That, he like, knew people in the yeah. famine. Yeah. You go to like Ballymun, yeah. you've got three generations in like 12 years. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, <laughs> you, you go to Kilkenny. Is I know. Oh, 10 times. Yeah. Colin O'Regan's granddad was born in 1836. Oh, no, that couldn't be right. Um, <laughs> it was even, he's even 1885. That's really old because his dad was born in 1930. That's nice. And do you regularly wow. get dates of people's grandfather's birth? Is this a, <laughs> a hobby of yours? Is it? It, yeah, it kind yeah. of is. I like it because I just sometimes I'm really shocked when people are like oh my granddad is I'm going to go out like you know I'm going out to the pub with my granddad or you know I'm going you know like swinging with my granddad I'm like oh my god how can you be friends with your granddad like my granddad is dead you know it just makes them seem really young when they talk about their grandparents yeah but also like think of what has happened on in history just that generation that hundred years you know you you waved to the goodbye to the titanic yeah, you know, you saw the moon land, you, you, the the birth of the plane, the car, the internet, like exactly. everything that yeah. we know, and that like they remember not having any of that. Just your grandfather. Yeah, I know. Even my grand, my dad, when he was born in 1945, so just at the end of the war, he wouldn't. They wouldn't have had an oven. They wouldn't. He only wore shoes in the winter time. They they wow. wouldn't have had the radio until he was like ten. You know, so that it's. So, so I sometimes get annoyed with him. Like he doesn't do birthdays, or he never buys presents, or anything like that. And I'm like, they definitely, you know, he was Santa. They definitely didn't have Santa then. Like you know, he's yeah. just from a totally different. No calendars. Era. No cal. No, I think just they the had seasons. a calendar. <laughs> just the seasons. Yeah. Just they the didn't seasons. have time. No. Yeah, yeah. They didn't they have yeah. gender. They didn't have gender. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. No one gender. And if you have a baby, I guess you're a girl. Yeah. This time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have. They didn't have anything, and they didn't have. Um, but what he did to one, one really weird story, he said there was there was nobody, there was only one single mother in the whole area because otherwise women would just, just mysteriously go to on butter making courses for six months, six to months to a year and then come back. But now he realizes they were gone to institutions. 
And there was one woman and she kept getting pregnant. You know, she was a friendly woman. And he, he had to go up to her house one day when he was a small boy. And she had four kids and they were in hay, in straw. She didn't have nappies for them or anything. They were just rolling around in straw like little animals. What? Yeah. In a way, I'd say if you were a total hippie, you're like, yeah, I'm raising my child in straw. Everybody would be like, that's amazing. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know her if name's she's Twink. ultimate yeah. hipster or, or a really sad story. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Sorry, that was a bit sad. Maybe you should edit that That was out. a sad one. Yeah, there was no punchline <laughs> no, at all. That funny was... anecdote. <laughs> and the <laughs> abject poverty of Kilkenny yeah, yeah. in the 1950s yeah. was yeah. tragic. I'm telling you, you're right. People that's would a good, that's your that intro. Now. That's your intro yeah. for Britain's Got Talent. That is a, 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 a I was video born in straw. In straw. <laughs> crawling yeah, around yeah. my three brothers and or sisters, in not the, sure. In the 1980s in Kilkenny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were no nappies. In the 80s. <laughs> there was no McDonald's meal deals. Yeah. Was no... <laughs> yeah, there was no Tesco, imagine. Yeah. Quinsworth. Oh, my no God. Express, no grocers were in Express. She's gone we all the way from wait. that to 100 million followers on OnlyFans. Yeah. What a turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> Making it mint. Yeah. Making it mint on it. Yo, oh yeah. So, so uh, yeah, we got we got comedians on. Speaking of OnlyFans, no, that's not a connection. Well, who's next? Oh, Rachel McPeak. Oh, was he that night? Great. Uh, she came down from the north and it was the first time we had her in the crack den and wrapped it. So here's Rachel McPeak uh, talking about. Uh, well, you'll hear about it, talking about her age and a little surprise. <laughs> we seem like a very lovely room, so I'm going to tell a story. Um, I'm 25 years old. I have a bit of a confession. Um, I have started to go grey. Give me a cheer if you're going grey. Woo! <laughs> yeah, my parents really fucked me. <laughs> Not like that. Although that would explain a lot. <laughs> To be fair, it's not that noticeable unless you look closely, but the day my boyfriend first noticed, he kind of looked at me with this look of horror in his face, and he was like, what are you going to do? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I thought I would just try and enjoy the time I have left. <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for him, though, because at least in my head, you know, going grey is like the opposite of fertility, right? So I'm sure at some point his subconscious has turned to him and gone, oh, dear. Oh dear, this wench be too old to bear young. Which on the contrary, I'm actually very fertile. We learned that the hard way. Yeah, mom, I've just always loved Liverpool as a midweek destination. It's fine, it's fine. They're like pancakes, right? The first one's always a throwaway. <laughs> Rachel McPeak with definitely a, a good story there to go on Britain's Got Talent at the end if you wanted yeah. to just yeah. <laughs> going to Liverpool <laughs> that's a great pancake joke yeah you were talking about uh, could, Eddie rang me the other day and he's like I was just on a bus yeah I was on Dublin bus <laughs> and uh, there was a lady well what would you do right if you're on the bus and a pregnant lady comes on and there's no, you're sitting down there's no other seats you know what would you do Damo I'd stand up you'd stand up 18 I'd stand up, but be careful because unless the woman, unless you can see that dilated um, cervix and that little baby waving out at you as she's coming out, sometimes women are not pregnant. You know, Funny just, you should say that. Funny you should, say, Funny you should say that. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks, guess for, what? thanks for ruining the punchline guess to the whole what, story. Can, you can edit that no, out. Let's not, let's get, no, what happened was, right, so she came on, she was holding her back like that yeah. pregnant woman thing. Yeah. 
that they do <laughs> no offense to any pregnant but you know they often hold their back because yes, the, yes. the, the distribution of yeah, weight they've got, a, they've got another human being in their guts it's, I'm sure it's not easy but uh, so she <laughs> came on so <laughs> I'm sure childbirth it might be difficult I don't know alright so she came on the bus and uh, I, I was like oh please take my seat she was like nah it's grand I got up I was like no please she sat down and then she opened up her bag and took a can of cider of oh druid God, cider I started drinking <laughs> and I was like ah oh, as you said, Aideen, I got duped. She wasn't pregnant at all. She was just fucking uh, a big a- alcoholic with a bad back. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, you get a swollen liver when you drink too much. And especially if you're chronic alcoholic, which means long term over a sustained period of time. And a lot of the people have that pot belly. Yeah, so big she swollen was just, liver, yeah. But you still should have given her the seat because she is incapacitated. And so I think you did the right thing. Die back as well. Yeah, I was yeah. a bit run down too. Like, I was, I had a sniffly yeah. nose. It's hard, it was a though. half hour ride standing up. I was like, can I, t- part of me was thinking, can I go back now and tell her, like, hey, look, I, I'm sorry, but I thought you were pregnant, yeah. actually. That's why I gave you the seat. But clearly, you're not. So. And even if you are, you're a bad pregnant woman, so you don't deserve the seat anyway. Give yeah. me that can. Yeah. That's not just apple juice. No. Mm. But it's, it's a hard call. Like, you see somebody on the train or the bus and you know maybe I should give that person a seat but you can't just go on how old you think they are you have to go mm. on how old do they think that you think they are so if it's like somebody like my mom who's nearly 70 but she thinks she's really glamorous and she won't pay the OEP fare because she wants people to think she's young don't give her a seat even though she's 70 because she doesn't <clears> want <throat> no I'm not old yeah, you know yeah. so there's a lot of maths involved isn't I'll, there? I'll get up for like a 35 year old just to give her an egg <laughs> you know just make her <laughs> hey you're getting on take my seat how yeah, are you doing yeah, <laughs> hi my name's Eddie yeah. <laughs> I can be a toy boy if you want yeah yeah yeah. I can have that do you I want this cougars. hemorrhoid cushion <laughs> love cougars yeah calling people hemorrhoid. cougars when they're not cougars is a very good neck because you're complimenting them but Mm. you're also bit of a dig bit of a dig yeah bit of a dig I like that like you give a comp in Ireland you you can't give a compliment without an insult yeah, we're natural you know, neggers. Yeah, so true. it's great. Yeah. It's like the land of neggers. Fine line there. It is. Yeah. It's like you look we're great. Natural neggers. I was like, oh, glad she pronounced that correctly. Natural yeah. neggers. Negative. Yeah. Yes. Negative. Mm. It's yeah. like, oh, you, you look great for an owl bollocks. You know, yeah. it has to be. You yeah. can't yeah. just yeah. give a compliment. It has to be a. <laughs> yeah. I, I love how I love how yeah. direct your uh, your neggers. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, like when I when I first because if someone would compliment me on whatever like nice beard for a bleeding homeless person or something, whatever, you know, yeah. things like that before. Like, you can't get a compliment without, that was really funny, for a prick. You know, you, yeah. there's always yeah. something. So I was like, okay, when I first moved, I was like, ah, so this is the custom. You know, this yeah, is what you is. do. Yeah. So, but I, I, got, I went way too harsh too soon. I was like, you're beautiful. But what the rest of your body? What the hell happened there? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you got to balance it. Yeah, I mean, it's, little... it's a bigger thing in Dublin than it is in other, like in Galway, people are more friendly and kind of so easy friendly. going. Yeah. Than in Dublin, yeah, it's like you get the compliment and then you get a smack after. Mm. It has to be that way. But in Galway, people would be like, you're looking well. I hope, you're, I hope your soul is full of joy today. <laughs> and then they're on their way, floating away. You're like, this place is magic. And then they yell, like, for a prick! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm from Dublin! Yeah. <laughs> it just came out, it just came yeah. out. I remember Sorry about my, that. I did this photo shoot or something. I was taking photos of my ex-boyfriend who's, who's a comedian years ago. And they Ooh, looked really good. Tell? Join our Patreon and we'll tell you who it is. <laughs> Listen, there's been more clowns on me than the tr- champlains in the circus. Like, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't. You, you know. <laughs> and he looked really well. And I said to him, God, you look like a model. It just came out. And then 
I froze and they just went, a model idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept slagging me about that. The model idiot. The model idiot. He didn't even know what the word idiot was. He was American. He's like, well, oh, that Egyptian. narrowed it down a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's about 15 people I could be down. Yep. 18's looking to watch. She's going to scoot off for a gig. I have to so, go. Yeah, what's the, what's so the gig? Busy. Well, he says gig, but it's, um, I, I have to get a facial. And then go to a gig. <laughs> and then go to a gig. I have to look good. I was trying to make gigs. a showbiz, but yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it? these things, I mean, I have to go. My showbiz lifestyle is pretty hectic. Well, 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 what gig are you doing tonight? I am doing no gig tonight. Uh, no gig. No okay. gig. I guess I no was cry. being fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, though, by the time the facial has like worn off and all the redness is gone, I'll be doing a charity gig in the Workman's. Well, I think you might be involved yourself, Eddie. I am Eddie. emceeing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's in association with the Crackdown as well. Yes, yeah. association, but not actually the Crackdown. It's just kind of like... I'm emceeing it. We've got two yeah. gigs on tomorrow. We're zipping and zapping. Zipping and zapping. Yeah. It's for November. Yes, indeed. And in fact, by the time this comes out, it'll be two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so do go on, attend the show, sure. Um, okay, so I'll go now. I'll leave you and um, all you both. Is this going to be a needlesy facial? No, it's just, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So it's called Which Profilo. Areas? So you just get, you get Profilo. So you just get, they put, it's, it's moisturizer they inject into your face though. Oh, that's I'll nice. call back afterwards and you can like rate me out of 10 we but can, now and rate me out of 10 afterwards and then yeah. people say you look great for a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so but these are things you have to do. I'm 39. I'm clinging on to my youth. I've got two fuckable years left. I can extend it out to three Cling if I keep on. doing this. And if it gets sad and you can go on Britain's Got Talent just like I I'm 39 and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the violin playing in the background. Yeah. When injections go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> her eyeball is now under her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to her jokes. <laughs> okay. No one can understand you. Yeah, I'm thinking of getting like, uh, I'm, get, I'm getting, I think people like getting a pair of tits on my back. What do you think oh, about yeah. that? Would you like that now? Yeah, that'd be great. For, so it'd be great for hugs. Doing it, yeah, for hugs. Oh, oh yeah. And then yeah. for like doing a doggy style, because you know the man could just like be there. Like it's amazing. Yeah, I think yeah, it'd yeah. be great. If, if, if you close, if you're doing a doggy style and you close your eyes, it feels like you're in a threesome. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. need to up my game because I'm 39. I have to offer loads more. <laughs> all those clowns, <laughs> all those clowns will be honking their nose <laughs> and your back boobs. <laughs> And then front boobs. <laughs> there be honks everywhere yeah. in the tram. What other organs can you attach to your body? <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking maybe a bomb on my stomach. Well, that'd be that good. Yeah. Oh, and then you get all those seats on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, wow, she's got a great ass. Or is she pregnant? Tony, yeah. stand up, stand up. Because people don't, it's weird because breasts are attractive. But if I had a breast here, like a perfect boob, everyone would be like, uh, sick in their stomach, you know. But it's common enough for people to have third nipples. Yeah, it is very common. I knew, I, I was seeing a girl with a third nipple. I liked was it. it a surprise? <laughs> it was a surprise at first, but then I was like, where is that little baby? Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was next to her belly button mm. as well. I had a friend next to her belly button. Who had two it was on her back. <laughs> she had two down below her actual boobs, and we used to call them her doggy tits. Yeah. <laughs> For real, doggy yeah. tits. And then she, she, as soon as she got a job, she went to get like her moles removed. We were like, you're getting your nipples removed. Oh, Lena. that's terrible. Leave them on, so then when you have kids, you can like lie down I, and I, feed them. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, uh, lie down in the hay back in Kilkenny. Lie down in the hay, bring the kids. Okay, guys, I better go. I'll tell, I'm going to tell the beautician, Agnieszka, everything that you were just talking about right now. She's going to hate it. I'll uh, do. <laughs> Thanks so much. Special. Let's say for Aideen McQueen. Aideen McQueen. All right, it's back Aideen to... Aideen McQueen, our first guest. Oh, great, love Aideen. Back to me and you, Demo, just the old... Uh, 
The old dream team. The old team. <laughs> so we've got a couple more clips to play. One of me, one of Eddie. And then uh, we had Tiny James on, who has been gigging for a long time. I've known him for a long time. and But uh, we had him on then on Saturday. And let me just... Tiny James, you'll get the joke. You'll you'll hear from his voice. He's a gigantic man, huge guy from Nigeria originally. You'll get that when you hear the jokes, and that's what he talks about. When I was growing up in the jungle of Africa, I was bullied. They called me all sorts of names. They said to me, anywhere I step on, an elephant can drink out of it. That pissed me off real bad. <laughs> and then I came to this beautiful country of yours, and I found out that the women in this country, they love men with big feet. <laughs> I'm like, hallelujah. <laughs> I'm in business. I know you guys are looking at me going, man, he must have some heavy Johnny Cash between the pants, like, you know? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Back home, my Johnny Cash is tiny. <laughs> but here in Ireland, it's huge. Compared to all your motherfuckers you have, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe Killing one time, a guy come up to me, like, you know, said to me, hey, you can have my wife. I go, you know what they say? Once you go black, you're going to need a wheelchair. <laughs> Tony James. Ah, oh, great. So funny, man. That was great. Um, brilliant. Uh, you, and he you, calls it his Johnny Cash. I love that. Yeah, my I wish Johnny I gave Cash. my own uh, penis a nickname. Yeah. You know, it takes a certain amount of confidence to refer to yourself in the third person, specifically your genitals. Yeah, to a whole room full of strangers yeah, as well. Yeah. Did, have you ever given yourself a nickname down there? No. Oh, years ago, I think I think my wife and I might have had a nickname for it. Something like, oh, this again or something like yeah, that. My, oh, my, <laughs> my, my little Danny DeVito. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, cashew popping out. <laughs> no, no, not really, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Can't do that. We don't have the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the reason you give something name, you're like people got names originally just to tell people apart, you know, but there's only one penis in between me and my wife. So it's not like there's 10 penises in the house. You're like, which one is that? I have to name it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, you know how names originally, you know, you had to get a surname... Because like, oh, you're, you're a tailor because I'm a tailor. Why, why does your wife give it a nickname all the time? Dangler. Yeah. <laughs> Dangler. Oh, yeah. Where's Johnny Cash? I mean, the Dangler. Where's the Dangler yeah, demo? Yeah, yeah. It's like, how many nicknames have you given to these? Um, yeah. Well, you were on as well. What the... Oh, yeah. I think this is I think this is a bit where there was, a, I was chatting to the crowd and there was some uh, a Canadian couple in and I go, what do you work for? And she was like, you'll hear it hopefully in the background. But she says uh, she was an AI for the government. And then I just, for Canadian. I mean, the, I, I gave... These are quick, cheap shots at Canada that I just had, nice. but that's what you know. You're in the moment, so this is a uh, yeah artificial. I don't know what you would say, but this is what I said. And you, you too. What's your name? Yoshvi. Yoshvi. Yeah. And Mahir. 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 I am. 
And what do you do? Uh, what do, you do? Artificial intelligence for the government. Should you even be telling us this? What are, what's the uh, Canadian government working on in artificial intelligence? Not yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly. How to apologise more and smoke more weed. <laughs> Fucking hell. And so I just imagine all these robots going, ha, 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 you know? <laughs> Let's go to Tim Hortons, eh? Um, is that racist? I don't know. <laughs> You can't be racist against Canadians because they're too friendly. That's why nothing ever racist has been said about Canada. It has been, but they just don't mind. Um. <laughs> hey, me hey. laughing at my own jokes again. That, that is mental, though. AI for the government. That yeah. just sounds sinister, doesn't it? Yeah. I asked him more questions after that, but then it just sort of got... What was the AI for, specifically? Did you get Very there? vague. I mean, no. I suppose that's what you're going to say. Yeah, like, no, she didn't actually say, like, there was no, there was a lot of questions and not the answer that we want to hear, which is like, oh, we're developing a thing that does, that's going to do this thing. Like, it was none of that. She didn't say, is it for the military? Is that why she was all spooky Maybe. about it? Yeah. Maybe. I might listen back. If I find anything good, I'll, I'll play it and then we'll be in trouble with the Canadian government, which it, probably no one's been fearful for ever, I wouldn't say. If you're listening to this and you're making artificial intelligence for any government, write in, tell us what it is. Yeah. And then, we want to know. Yeah, oh, and, and before we get into your uh, uh, crowd work clip that we're going to play, last uh, was it last week or the week before? It just came up from your uh, your Spanish friends getting together with your Irish friends, and we were like, "Oh, the Irish lads lucked out." Or well, did they? Who's the best and worst lovers in the world? And we put that out to the public, and we had a couple of answers: uh, Barcelona, Barcelona. So uh, Eddie's delighted about that. <laughs> Yeah, that reflects the actual story we said as well. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, Brazil was the best. Someone said Brazil. Brazilians are the best. Okay, fair enough. Was that an Irish person who said that? Probably. Definitely. Probably. Definitely some scroty dub. Like, I love the Brazilians, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. Someone just put England, but the question is, world's best or worst lovers is that England. So it could be either or both. Yeah. You know, <laughs> England, but we know uh, English English fans are, are sore winners and sore losers, so mm. could be that we're best and the worst. But then one Daniel Stevens he wrote in and he goes, uh, Australia are the best due to the willingness to participate, but they're also the worst because uh, the Australian sex moans are horrendous. And then he spelt it out like, oh, yeah, my God, bloody give us a root, will you, Irish can? <laughs> <laughs> and then he brackets, he put, sorry, Damo. And I said, mate, I agree with this. That was Daniel Stevens messing that. So that was the, our little, that was uh, our first little throw, throw out to the crowd. That's what they said. So uh, I love how he said they're the best because of what, how up they are for it. Yeah, they're just up for it. Yeah, mate, let's do it. Right, um, right, right. It sounds, it's, it just, just sounds like, he borders on the rapey there, you know? Yeah. Like, What's I was going to say desperate. How many other people are not up for it, buddy? Like, what are oh, you? Oh, yeah. I thought desperate. But now that you say that, yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the first reaction. I was like, I don't know if that's the first thing I'd say. Why is someone such a good lover? Is because they always give consent. That's the... Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's funny. So, now, this is horrible. But, you know, joke jokes. There's and there's a thousand of Irish jokes, you know, terribly offensive. Like, mm. you know, back in primary school, it was like, why the Irish man? Carry man. Carry man. Blah, blah, blah. all that yeah. and I was like there was none really for Australians except I knew one which was like exactly what you're talking about it was like we say root for the sex you know so a guy goes up to a girl and goes can I have a root hey love can I have a root and then she goes no and then he goes well do you mind lying down while I have one 
Oh, tasteless. Oh, horrible. That was a primary school joke years ago. So even Jesus then, Christ, before you even had the talk. You, you before, I even knew what, before I even knew what um, Dangler did for a living. <laughs> <laughs> before I even knew Dangler. Before I even knew Johnny Cash was a busy man. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a terrible What was his taste. name? Daniel who? Daniel Stevens was the one. That Is he a comic or something? No, he's just... A, Maybe, I'm not sure. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny, it was funny Daniel. It was funny, um, Give it a go, Daniel. Go to your local open mic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If uh, he's a comic, we'll have him on the crack then. Very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, look, oh, there was Russians in the crowds this week, right? I'm just saying that because that's what's happening next, isn't yeah, it? This weekend there was, uh, so I think I emceed two of the weekend shows and on both shows there was Russians in the crowd and it was just kind of on topic and this, yeah. this came up. But what's funny is like, it's even when people say we go away from, you can feel the tension. If someone just says Russia, there's tension in the room. Yeah, and tension. so how do you defuse it? I mean, you just went straight in. Yeah, well, actually, instead of saying, uh, where are you from, Russia? I just say, are there any Russians in? Because it would create so much tension. <laughs> <laughs> so I just go straight for that. That's how we open. All right, any Ukrainians in? Oh, great, welcome. Any Russians in? Like, straight yeah, in. yeah, you know, you, gotta, you want to create tension straight away. Let's go. Tension and relics. I'll tell you. The Russians, they're so far. Any Russians in? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> normally they're a bit more quiet, but you guys are like, uh, <laughs> volunteer. You've been here before. Nikita? No, Yaroslav. Yaroslav, your friend's Nikita? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Yaroslav, well, welcome back, welcome back. We've chatted about the, the thing that's going on in the world. He's, a, he's one of the good ones, okay? Just to clarify, <laughs> he's a good guy, okay? He's a good guy. And you're Russian as well? What side are you? Oh, no, you're, you're assumed, <laughs> I'm going to assume she's one of the good ones too, because he's, she's with Yaroslav and they're all good. How did you two meet? Trinity. Trinity, you're both studying in Trinity now. Were you here? You were doing your leave insert one of the times you were here. Yeah. You did your leave insert, you got into Trinity. Well done, man. That was a fucking quick turnaround. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Studying nuclear physics. Uh oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everyone be quiet. Be very careful around Yaroslav. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Good job. What did you? What are you studying? Chemistry. Chem oh, chemistry. Okay. <laughs> Good on you, man. Good on you. All right. Well, that was funnier than the joke I was going to say about Russia. So I'll just leave it, I'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> when he said chemistry, man, the whole crowd just fell around. So oh, good. It was great. So good. How um, nervous would you be? Like, he gets into your course and you just yeah. sit next to him and you're like looking over at his notes, not to copy, just to keep an eye on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was funny. Um, and uh, uh, then the show after that, I think that was the early show on Saturday. And then the late show on Saturday, there was also a Russian person in the audience. Uh, the old Russians, the old Russians, God bless them. Not really, no, but uh, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> are, there, are there any Russians in? Good, good. Uh, oh, no, are, you, are, you, are you from Russia? Where are you from in Russia? From Moscow. Moscow. Oh, wow, wow. And what side are you on? <laughs> what? Irish side. You're on the Irish side. Okay, good. <laughs> She's a spy. Get her. Someone, please. She's a spy. <laughs> I work for NATO, and I'm here to find fucking people like you, right? I'm here to find people like you. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love. How long have you been in Ireland for? Six years. Oh, six years. Are you with this man here? Yeah. Nice. And you've both been here for six years, have you? Yeah. Okay. Wow. 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 The Russian government are a bit mad, aren't they? They're a bit mad. 
Uh, because they lie about everything, don't they? Is it was it weird being over in Russia, like when they just they're constantly lying, like you do? I left Russia in 1999. You left Russia in 99. Wow, you've lived all over the world, and you settled here. Well. <laughs> all the choices that you had. What made you come to Dublin? Oh, you love the people here? Oh, that's nice. Oh, not this man, the people here, that's nice. <laughs> I love Dublin people. Uh, this man, I don't know him. Uh, <laughs> you're very welcome. Hey. That was great. That time you were really like, okay, where are the Russians at? <laughs> where are the Russians at? Yeah, I'm going to stop doing that now. The last week, I don't know why, every crowd was just finding the Russians. That's funny, though. It's funny, it's funny. It's we're, funny. It is, it is. We like it. Uh, we also had Martin Angolo on. Oh, man, it's always good to have Martin on. Brilliant. He always rips it. Non-stop gags. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Yeah, mint. And this time he's talking to Ban. Oh, kick it off with a bit of racism. Why not? <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of asking where Russians are at. Is <laughs> it Martin Angolo? No, I, I don't think racism is bad in every situation. You know? That's my opinion. I think it depends where you are. I think the worse the place you're in, the less the racism matters. You know, Like if I was in a horrible place, like if I was in Athlone, for example. <laughs> if I was in Athlone and a racist came up to me and went, you don't belong here, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> you're looking around going, yeah, I think you're right, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone belongs here. And like, it's funny, like Irish people are very nice, you know? Irish people famously you have a good reputation. It's, it's true, we are nice. Even our racists are quite nice, you know? Like, it can be difficult to know how to handle a nice Irish racist. Like, I was doing a gig, I was in the west of Ireland a few months ago, right? And a little old woman came up to me after the show with a big smile on her face, and she went, it was really nice to see you up there, you know? Because my daughter is going out with a coloured man as well. Mm -hmm. Right. She had a big smile, she didn't mean any harm by it. I thought, I won't call her out on it, right? Then she had a bad follow-up. Her follow-up was, she's going out with a coloured man as well. Uh, do you know him? I went, no, no, no. <laughs> That's where I draw the line, you know. So I had to explain to her, listen, not all black people know each other, right? But I had a few drinks, so my follow-up was, but most black men are familiar with your daughter. And, uh, tough one. And she stopped smiling after that, she stopped smiling. But, yeah, we have a funny stance on things, you know, over here, like, uh, immigration's a funny one. Like, we're quite happy with people coming into the country. But our weird sort of rule is, we're happy with them coming in as long as they're from countries we want to ride, basically. <laughs> if you find the country sexy enough, we're happy with anyone to come in. Like, in Dublin at the moment, the amount of Brazilians in Dublin, right? But I've never heard an Irish person ever complain about it. Because who wouldn't want to ride a Brazilian? Who wouldn't? <laughs> I've never heard an Irish person ever go, all these Brazilians coming over here with their nice skin and, and their rhythm. You never hear. <laughs> like we have dedicated Brazilian nights in nightclubs now. And you go in and you watch the Brazilians shaking their hips, you know? I like watching the Irish men with like three pints in them trying to join in. It's like an Irish guy with three pints thinks he can do anything, you know? He'll see a bunch of Brazilians and say, I could probably do that, you know? If you meet an Irish guy with three pints and he goes, I love South American culture, that just means he does cocaine. That's all it means. <laughs> he has no knowledge. <laughs> like, we're not really designed Irish men to like shake our hips or anything, you know, we can't really, like my Irish men's hips are like sort of just go side to side and up and down. <laughs> yeah, I love a bit of Shakira, yeah, I love a bit of Shakira. You know? Hey, Brilliant, man. brilliant.
Great, man. Man, Angolo. Awesome. I definitely follow him on the socials. Follow all the acts that were on today on the socials. They're hilarious. They're hilarious. Uh, funny enough, man's always got a pint of Guinness in his hand. Doesn't matter where he is in the photo. Hmm. Where to get that Guinness from? The he always finds the King of Guinness. He uh, always well, finds it. Always yeah, we'll, it. we'll have all their handles on the description. Yes. Aideen McQueen, Martin Angolo, Rachel McPeak, Bob Hennigan. And um, if you're enjoying this podcast, please like and share it, review it on whatever platform you're on. And uh, tell your friends, tell your family to listen in. And we now have a Patreon. Yay! We finally, finally. So uh, for more content, if you're in or around the Dublin area, get a third off any ticket to the Cracked In Club, which is on five nights a week and two shows on Saturday. And uh, if you're not in Dublin, doesn't matter because you're going to get a 25 to 30 minute free video of exclusive content of Eddie and myself in the club itself that was sent to you and uh, only you and the people that were there that night will see it. So there you mm. go. Yeah, yeah, we're going to put them up on YouTube. You can catch them with uh, special private links and we'll have loads of other stuff to be offered soon. Uh, but yeah, we just started it up. So um, what is it, four euro? Four euro a month. Price of a coffee in a slightly expensive cafe. Yeah, between us, from Eddie me to share. So like one coffee per month. One oat milk flat white between us. Yeah, and we've given nearly 30 episodes of uh, of show so that's that's good one yeah. coffee just a month if you want to if you want to keep listening to this we, send us coffee we need to get through you know yeah 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 and uh we need to pay shane because he's he's there over there in the corner and yeah. uh we'd love to pay him for helping us <laughs> help not helping us doing it all <laughs> yeah yeah if you we want if that. you want to help a pregnant lady on a bus sign up to our patreon you'll buy her six pack of druid cider mm. uh, every month she loves it you get it. It's about four euros as well. Isn't get it? in there; it's a great deal. And uh, also, uh, our YouTube channel uh, is is brand new. Like it's been a week and a half. So uh, subscribe to that anyway. It would be great because uh, every day we're going to put up videos. And we've got most of the Virgin Media television show that we did. Most yep. of it is on the YouTube channel now. So there's like yep. loads of six minute sets of all the best Irish comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Aideen was one of them. Who was on today? Yeah. Yeah, uh, her, and videos, her videos gone doing great. Yeah, getting thousands of views. And Martin's, and Martin's, Martin's always does yeah, well. Check them out uh, on YouTube. We'll see you at the club very soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you.